0: Welcome to the Woodland Sermon Podcast. My name is Thane, and I'm your Woodland Online Campus Pastor, and I'm joined today by our Marshall Campus Pastor, once again, Rev Dev. How are you doing, Devin? <laughs> I'm doing well. I feel like that's going to be a new coin name oh, for man. me. I- I- I'm sticking with it. I yeah. love that Trish gave the shout out. I was like, yes, <laughs> let's go. So uh, Devin brought part five of our series, Awakening. Mm. Uh, the title of your sermon was Passionate Prayer. Yeah. So this is the final part of our awakening series. I've loved this series. I've loved it. It's absolutely incredible. Yeah. It's been such a cool series. Uh, In your sermon, you talked about how awakening is what happens when desperation meets faith. Yeah. And then you said a quote that I just had to write down. You said, without faith, desperation turns into anxiety. Right. How can we tell the difference between prayers that are kind of fostering anxiety Mm. And ones that are rooted in faith. Okay. Yeah,
1: that's a great question. It's such a such a uh, uh, easy thing to fall into. I've fallen into it uh, over my personal journey of faith and prayer. Um, anxious prayers are are easy to fall into when you don't have a good understanding of who God is. In, in I guess more specifically, His promises and how involved He is here on Earth. Um, it's easy to tell when you are falling into anxious prayers, and I'm just talking from my, my personal uh, um, convictions here, is throughout my prayer journey, I have noticed times that I go into my prayer closet or into my alone time with God, and I will walk out of the alone time not worshiping let me let me unpack that a little hmm, bit when yeah. when every time i've ever gone into my prayer closet and i have focused on the goodness of god i've 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 worshiped him throughout my prayers i've i've come as the bible tells us with thanksgiving in my heart i have left my prayer time with a deeper intimacy with christ a better understanding of who god is in a real sense of peace within my soul and really it's almost like uh what peter says i've tasted and I've seen this so so when you hear somebody talk like this it sounds like what are you really saying until you actually experience it for yourself yeah i can always tell when i'm praying anxiously when i walk out of my prayer closet and I am more worried than when I walked in. Uh, I am questioning my faith. I, uh, uh, I am more confused about who God is. Um, and it is a complete opposite from passionate prayers focusing on God's promises every single time. And I encourage you to experience this for yourself. Uh, every single time when I have focused on the goodness of God, uh, and who I am to him, and who he is to me, I have always left worshiping, always, always, always. That's yep. good.
0: It, it's a it's a big focus thing. Oh, big time. When you pray, and you just, it's a wish list. Yeah. Because I mean, a lot of times that's how we grow up thinking what prayer is. Mm-hmm. Is it's well, bring all your problems. But that's right. That's just sad. Like it's with bad. any relationship, if you just come and you sit down and you just talk about your problems, that friendship, that marriage is not going to be very fruitful. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I had a deep, I feel like the Lord shared something with me. It was probably a little over a year ago now. And I felt like I was kind of in a rut of bringing uh, my anxiousness, my restless anxiety to the presence of the Lord. And I feel like God shared something with me that I'll I'll share here, and you can take it as you may. This is thus saith Devin. This is not thus saith the Lord. But <laughs> I love what, some thus saith Devon. Yeah, what, I, what I felt like uh, was Devin, why don't you just focus on me and allow me to focus on your problems? Mm-hmm. And it really flipped. It's such a simple. Uh, it, it's not. It's not a profound thing, but it's such a simple thing because it focus. It. Sh- I guess, shifts your focus, like you're saying. And it's just so imp- important to make sure the posture of your your heart is focused on the goodness of God and not on your problems when you when you come
0: into prayer. So good. So good. Over the past—I've been on staff here for just over two and a half years now. Mm. You've been on for just over a year or so now? Yeah, I joined in July, I believe. July. July okay, so coming yeah. up on your first yeah, year. Yeah, yep. Uh, we've seen some incredible change incredible. over the past couple of years. Yeah. And we've gone through a name change— We've launched a Marshall campus. Praise the Lord. Just recently, we launched an online campus. Praise the Lord. Let's go. Uh, And we've seen dozens of baptisms and religious moves of God Mm. in our congregation. Yeah. And that's been so exciting to see, but it's easy to forget how that happens. Right. Like that doesn't just happen. By itself, it, we're standing on the shoulders of prayers and standing on the shoulders of giants that have prayed for decades right. before. It's like you said in your sermon where you read that letter where there was a culture of prayer yeah. here at Woodland 50 years ago. Yeah, crazy. And to sit in the promises that I believe that God gave them back then, yep. and we get to stand on that now, Right. there's a excitement to that but yeah. there's also a weight to it big time because what will they what will this church be saying 50 years from now exactly yeah like so talk about the importance of corporate prayer like what yeah. does this look like how do we do this today because in the same way we're standing on the shoulders of those that came before us mm-hmm. it's our responsibility to set the platform for the next generation absolutely yeah we were seeing fruit That's
1: what we're seeing. We're seeing incredible fruit from people that have committed themselves to wholehearted, passionate prayer. Um, That could have been in the last month. That could have been in the last 10 years. That could have been 50 years ago. Like I said, my sermon, God's timing is perfect. He could have uh, started in motion 50 years ago, something that we are now seeing the fruit of that's really encouraging to think about. Here's why I love honestly thing. if I'm if I'm being here's why I love prayer. I wish I could have unpacked this a little bit more but couldn't for the for time's sake. I wanted to preach for an hour and a half. I was told, <laughs> I was told to keep it to 35 minutes. So I'll say it here. Here's why I love prayer, specifically corporate prayer, because it doesn't matter where you are along your faith journey. It doesn't matter if you've been a Christian for 40 years or just 4 or 5 minutes. You have a part to play. Prayer gives you a part to play in, in a movement of the kingdom of God here in the church, in your family, you in your personal life, in our community and in our world. Your part may not be standing up on a platform and preaching but your part is just as important and praise God for it. You, your prayer moves the EM bound says something only God can move mountains, but prayer and faith move God. So, so corporate prayer is so incredibly important and we're seeing the fruit of why it's so important right now between all the salvations, between the movements of God uh, that we are seeing. I remember, do you remember when pastor, when was it March? When we did the prayer down in the student center? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I came here with my wife, Brie, and we left the first night. And as we're pulling out of the parking lot, I turned to her and I said, we can't miss a night. Mm. I don't know why we can't miss a night, but we can't miss a night. And it was because of, like you're saying, an anticipation and excitement for what God's going to do. Yeah. And there was something in my soul that said, I don't want to miss it. Yeah. I just don't want to miss it. And I knew I had to part to play. Um in In the story of first Samuel, what we see is an anticipation and excitement in Hannah, um, my wife just gave gave birth, and I remember the 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 pregnancy, the anticipation and excitement that came along with it. I feel like there's an incredible anticipation and excitement in a thing like eight weeks of prayer. Yeah, there's a do. groaning within your soul that says, "If you're listening to this now, you know there's more yeah. um, and you go into eight weeks of prayer saying, "God, I do not want to miss what you're going to do, and I know that I have a part to play." Um, So corporate prayer gives you that opportunity. It gives you that opportunity as we as believers come together and petition to the throne room of God to move on our behalf. Um, And somebody 50 years
0: from now is going to see the fruit of it. uh, And that's humbling. Well, we've even seen it just in the short term too with we we're almost a year Mm. from when COVID started. Yeah. Which is crazy when the first shutdown happened. And we've seen, we started off that season with a season of fervent mm-hmm. prayer, like yeah. just going after it. Yeah. And I fully believe that some of the things in the life change that we've seen in this church and the stability of this church has been because of that time.
1: Absolutely. Oh my goodness. Yeah.
0: It's because we prioritized no matter what's happening around us, we will prioritize our relationship with God.
1: Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. What a, what an incredible thing to be a part of. Um, I think these eight weeks, I I know me personally, and I hope everybody listening is coming into it with the same anticipation and excitement as Hannah did in first Samuel, as you and I have, as we, as a staff have, I believe we are in the move of, in the middle of a move of God. And I believe a move of, he's going to continue to move and I encourage you just not to miss it. You have a part to play. Um, and, and, and don't miss what he's going to do. Get on the field, get off the bench, wherever you are, whoever's listening, uh, and come and petition to the throne room of God uh, with us and, and see what happens.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's so important. And one of the things that was so impactful in your sermon was you talked about the man that you talked through in the car and he sat there mm-hmm. and he wept. He didn't know what words to say. Mm-hmm. If that's you and you don't know the words to pray, if that's yeah. something that's uncomfortable for you, you don't have to have the words. Praise God. Yep. Like, yep. I, I don't have the words. out. No. Like, yeah. it's just in the same way like a marriage. Like, you. so you just had a kid. I'm sure that there are plenty of nights where you're sitting up at 2, 3, 4 a.m. And you and Bree may not have the words that you want to say to each other in that moment. Oh, yeah. But you, that, that time where you spend together yeah. and spend with your kid yeah. are bonding experiences. Goodness. Nothing like it. Yeah. And- yeah. I, I I fully believe that God has the same way. Like even yeah. if it is just you coming down at eight AM in the woodland center in Battle Creek and just sitting and prayer journaling or processing or just sitting quietly in the corner. Yeah. God will meet you there. Oh,
1: absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how else to say it other than I don't care how long, how far you are along your faith journey. You, yeah. you just, this is a place for you. Come and come and do some of the most profound, impactful prayers all throughout Scripture. Didn't even have words attached to them. Just come in, 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 pour out your soul. Like First Samuel said, pour out your soul to the Lord, whether through word, whether through weeping. You can come and just dance around a room for all we care. <laughs> just come and play a part in it. Yeah. yeah
0: good. So like Devin said, we're going to be gathering for prayer as a church every morning and every night for the next eight weeks. Interesting to see what God can do and move in our city and in our people. Uh, I'd love to personally invite you, if you're listening right now, uh, I'd love to invite you, prioritize this, set time aside to do one of these or both of these. This is not something you're going to want to miss. Uh, We're going to be gathering every morning in the Woodland Center at 8 a.m., and then every night on Zoom at 8 p.m. So every morning and every night, we're going to cap each day with prayer. So I'm excited for this season. Yeah. It's going to be, I'm, I'm believing God's going to do some amazing things. Today. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Devin, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me, man. So glad. I love whenever you can be on the podcast, man. It's, yeah. it's always a good it's always time. A, it's so, always an honor. So, uh, so that's all we have for today. Thank you for joining us. And we can't wait to see you next Monday for another episode of the Woodland Podcast.